listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. So what? Well, this shit done got crazy. Y'all just been driving Miss Daisy with my hands on the steering wheel, let my eyes on the pavement. I give a fuck about where they went. I owe my lawyer a payment. They talking about no arraignment. Now I wonder where the rain went. I just been all in my mind. Homies tell me I'm stressing. I been counting what's on my bucket list and not on my blessings. I think it's time for a lesson. Hold up, you better pay attention. I can't end with my, I can't end up like my mama popping antidepressants. My therapist think I'm crazy. Well, shit, she probably does. All this stress I'm under, wonder why the, I don't do drugs hey welcome to the black Tips podcast your host rod and karen and we're in the house on a saturday yes sir it's just a saturday um and that means it's feedback time dog feedback time um and uh i want to talk about some feedback all right first of all you guys probably been to the website and i don't know if you've been there you got a little bit surprised but uh we got a new website design Woo-hoo! little layout looks a little neater it's things are beautiful. in better places mm-hmm. and uh, i did not do that myself okay i actually um somebody a listener reached out to us and was like um you know i like to hook up the website if uh it doesn't you know interfere with too much stuff and i said as long as you know all the premium stuff still works and whatnot i'm not really attached to the layout design that much it's just you know the website is our baby and mm-hmm. if it doesn't work then of course um that would suck for us <laughs> <laughs> right you know and you just always are worried about your baby you know you're like right. hey uh, i don't want this person to just you know dip out like oh man fuck the whole website up my bad i didn't know what i was doing you know so um i was assured that hey i got you know all these different things i want to do to make sure it works out very very professional because something me and roger talked about just because the way we talk and stuff people have hit us up and they're like oh yo dog my nigga no we're a professional business we got llc behind our name y'all so when y'all hit us up hit us up like you're hitting up a fortune 500 company because that's the only way we're gonna take you seriously yeah we have gotten offered before for stuff but then halfway through the email it just devolves into hey my nigga you want some mm-hmm. motherfucking website shit and i'm just like "Ooh, i don't nope. know i will not separate money from you i know i may say nigga and i you know i might joke and laugh at niggas but uh when it comes to my money i don't mm, mm, don't don't play with that well um it's it's all from um our girl angelica who listens to the show angelica partridge she has a website angelica design uh co is the name of her uh company mm-hmm. and uh you can go to uh angelica design.com that's a-n-j-e-l-i-c-a uh we'll make sure to put it in the show notes mm-hmm. for the next couple shows um and you can email her design at angelica co.com um and yeah man i think the site looks beautiful it flows yeah she streamlined it yeah and 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 it's the funny thing is like i didn't even really talk to her but a lot of shit that me and roger have been talking about she did i was like oh thank god yeah (laughs) and there's there's still more stuff that she wants to do a little bit on to tweak it but um you know it, it was uh it was cool man so. Yeah, so I thank you very, very much, sweetie, for being professional, for taking care uh, of us. And so we, we just thank you very, very much. And for anybody else that wants to do business with her, that's how you get in contact uh, with her because she did a beautiful job. Right. All right, man. Let's go ahead and get into some of the people that 
um oh wait i forgot i gotta do this on my phone um some people that donated this week well, for, yeah for some reason when you do it on the computer it's like i get you the first one or two after that you're on your own yeah i think it's yahoo's um fucking um the way they think the website right i it, think that website just kind of um craps out um with your flash if on your computer sometimes and yeah, at least well, that's what's happening we may still have flash sorry yeah well you know how it is um but yeah uh let's talk about the people that did take the time out to donate i dedicate this song to recession depression and unemployment this song is for you today's a new day all right let's talk about the people that donated this week yes we got uh lambert dorsey l that is a new recurring donator thank you very much lambert oh snap malik g new recurring donator thank you very much malik thank you marlena a one time donator i mean recurring donator fuck that up uh (laughs) shirley wong esquire Please say the Esquire. Return yeah. donator. Yes, you know that's the official uh, lawyer of the show. Damian Jackson. Ooh, I am for real. Return donator. Darren S. Return donator. Adam T. First time recurring donator. Thank you very much. Oh, snap. Thank you, sweetie. Go have a seat in the Bible study class. Rosalie V. Recurring donator. Josh Wong. You know, Wonga. He recurring donator. Cool. Uh, Erica m erica km recurring donator brand new welcome to the fold yes uh alexis h recurring donator jennifer oz recurring donator cedric g oh wait that's just well cedric g you get a shout out one time uh <laughs> official first time recurring donator conrad l thank you very much yes he's um the teacher in a new members class so for those of you that are um wondering you know what's going on here raise your hand um that that dude right there yeah y'all go see him for your for your new members worksheets and he'll he'll get you ready for the for the sunday school uh tabitha m recurring donator Corey deticula recurring donator one-time donation from calandra c yep says love the show keep up the good work coco qt 81 on twitter thank you uh, i always see her tweeting about the show um eve hit us with the return with the one-time donation thank you very much eve thank you uh chris in hawaii recurring donator brina h recurring donation and uh that's everybody uh appreciate y'all so much for um hooking us up keeping the church going yes and, uh, we know you didn't have to do it but you did it anyway and that's what makes it uh so special for all of us go ahead play me yes. out choir
All right, quiet. That's enough. That's enough. <laughs> Guys, getting carried away today. I know quite a bit. Um, all right, man. We got uh, some five star reviews on iTunes and one on Stitcher. Let's go ahead and read those. Um, let's see the three. Okay, yeah. Young Coach says, "Bring that fire." Five stars. Keep it coming. Great commentary as always. Well, thank you, Young Coach. We shall continue yes. to bring that fire. Mm-hmm. Gabrielle G A apostrophe Brielle tbgwt is lit i listen to tbgwt <laughs> religiously i say that because i'm listening live on sunday morning instead of going to church the intellectual and relevant conversations rod and karen have on a podcast keep me coming back rod is my soul brother and i can totally relate to the way he uses cold logic and warm sarcasm to speak on the news that they research on the daily i love the fact that every episode leaves uh, at least one thing stuck in your head that will make you laugh no reek you watch <laughs> as a black guy who often feels separated from the voice of his people in the sea of a predominantly white college campus this podcast is a breath of fresh air i wish tbgwt nothing but success and i'll be sure to sign up for premium services and make a donation as soon as i can afford anything more than ramen noodles keep love you guys keep it up um thank P- you love the show p underscore fashion 24 says because of this podcast i can't get the gay news music out of my head i've been periodically giggling to myself for the past couple of weeks thanks rod and karen thank you oh you're more than welcome appreciate you uh captain ingenuity says black excellent five stars uh black excellence good day rob stark and khaleesi karen <laughs> i got on board with the show after i heard rod on the evening jones and i get that bomani isn't going to suggest something he doesn't stand behind well this suggestion has not not disappointed been listening since december and it's just pure excellence and thanks to tbgwt y'all have been a gateway podcast to a bunch of black black podcasts which takes us a lot of time in my office um keep doing all the awesome work can't wait for hashtag day walking and hashtag them thrones coming back next season uh best podcast ever five stars by h-d-b-s-o-q-i-w-g-e-n-w-o-a oh okay all right it says black guy with tips podcast is on fleek thank you thank you sweetie and uh wraith x959 says hilarious five stars great podcast thank you you can be short and sweet y'all you can be short and sweet Mm -hmm. and then we got one on stitcher it says i'm just it's from i'm just saying and it says i am hooked five stars i've been listening to this podcast about six months now and it's amazing because of my job i spend hours of my day in my car i'm always looking for new and interesting podcasts to get into i found out about this podcast from a buzzfeed article entitled 13 awesome podcasts bringing black voices to the mic 
while this podcast is not directly mentioned in the buzzfeed list i scrolled down to the comments and saw that numerous people have recommended this show i figured that any show that would get a shout out from so many fans on a list that didn't even mention it must be good i gave this podcast a try and i've been hooked ever since rod and karen are awesome the show is hilarious and their interaction with their fans is really great i recommended this podcast to everyone i know yo that's dope thank you guys and that's one reason why we tell people when we're not on a list we don't get mad we just go say let them know that we were off the list and you know other people come they look they read and you can get the you get the word out like that just as much as you could have if you were featured in an article so it means a lot to us when our fans go through the extra steps and be like hey you forgot my favorite podcast and a lot of times not only us they mention other podcasts too so you know other podcasts uh get out there that otherwise probably wouldn't even have been thought of if um our fans hadn't went out there and let them know hey you forgot this one this one that one these people i like this person too so i thank you very much and also i want to let everybody know to leave us a five-star review on itunes use any apple device go into itunes tap in the black guy who tips up in the left top hand corner it'll be five stars you can write us a review we will read your review as long as it's five stars and we approve of it um if you are outside of the continental united states this, this does include canada and or mexico let us know to leave to leave us a five-star review on stitcher go to stitcher.com type in the black guy who tips and leave us a review through stitcher um i thank everybody in advance and um one more thing i want to say i want to tell everybody uh thank you for for or, um all the interaction on the uh fan private fan page we got it's it's been a lot of fun they everybody's been busy everybody's still been going we almost got like 900 people in there mm-hmm. uh it has been fun uh, a lot of people like the only thing is sometimes i see threads in there where i'm just like this nigga listen to our show like somebody's talking bad about caitlin jenner saying she took her award the sp from lauren hill and all this shit and i'm just like how do you listen to our show and you that uninformed <laughs> right like, you literally could have googled That's that facebook for you though. lauren hill won an sp that night so as a matter of fact everybody go google lauren hill sp her she won an sp her family accepted it steph steph curry presented it um can y'all just send that link out whenever you see somebody saying some stupid shit on facebook or wherever where it's like well, Lauren Hill had to get her espy taken by Caitlyn Jenner. Can y'all just do me a favor? Tweet that to those fucking biggest or Kardashian hatred haters, whichever one kept they falling. Right. Because it's coming off real transphobic and real ignorant. That's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. So when I see shit like that in the group, I'm always surprised. I'm like, really? Our group? But I guess, you know, that's just any group of people. You're going to have people that are just like, okay, they, apparently they think 75 Bill Cosby millions is <laughs> it's, not, it's not enough right you know what i mean like it's, it's just hilarious just to watch it go down yeah right. 57 one gotta goes it's not enough somebody <laughs> gotta do 58 <sighs> it's just been hilarious like i said i we just been watching watching and monitoring and it's just been uh funny and it's been beautiful to see people interact i know some people said that they're uh the dmv they're doing a meetup soon so it's it's just been really cool to see people interact and find each other on uh different platforms i think there's one where you can put your twitter handle your um instagram handle your tumblr handle where everybody's kind of finding each other on these uh multiple platforms because you know a lot of people are on different various types of platforms so it's been fun um interacting like i said y'all interact a lot more than i do i just kind of peek it peek in and out but yeah i don't even interact that much but mm-hmm. i'll just go in and 
kind of look at the threads for the day make sure nobody did or said nothing too fucking crazy where i gotta kick somebody out or something um but uh yeah you know for the 99.99 percent everybody seems to be kind of just chilling right but uh yeah sometimes i just read a thread where i'm just like how the hell do you even listen to our show (laughs) right thinking that way like you must hate us <laughs> right it's like it's you must be like god damn these niggas talking about caitlin jenner again yeah, right why do these niggas care so much like it must be you know you're to you yeah because for us as as long as everybody's respectful that's that's all we ask for in the group is respectful disagreeing and not getting along we don't care nothing about that because that's human nature but you know disrespectful you yeah that's when um we have to be like nope yeah that's crazy whatever uh uh so guys um you guys did leave comments and vote in the polls and i'm pretty sure you want to hear about that yes um so uh i guess we'll first just say that uh if you want to leave comments and vote in the polls you go to the blackoutist.com the newly redesigned <laughs> blackoutist.com and uh you click on our episodes you can leave comments you can vote in the polls uh it's all very simple right there and we appreciate everybody takes time out to do that and we read those comments um so i guess uh we'll start with episode 990 serena slam that's when serena had one wimbledon and then they wrote that racist ass uh sexist ass article um about her to which i did receive an email about from some lady telling me that it was only sexist you know i'm sure she was right but um not because she couldn't understand how it was racist to which i'm like that's so that's so funny because imagine me as a man being like i don't understand how sexist i mean men you telling me men don't envy other people's bodies and men don't want to look good like every man isn't trying to look the same you know where i just say some ignorant shit like that where it's like okay if you want to deny the sexism in there there's a way to do it but right you know li- when you're listening to someone who's telling you like no this is uh this is part of the course As, at one point she was like i don't understand you know what you mean by like i don't really i'm not into sports that much so i don't understand the sports thing you're talking about when you were saying that black people don't get credit for their intellect but just their bodies and i'm like well that is like that's racism 101 mm-hmm. D- no wonder you don't understand what the fuck is i'm talking about like that is a that is something every single black person that listens to sports talk radio that has ever had a conversation with right someone that's not black about sports can tell you immediately is right people love giving credit to black bodies but not black intellect right not black skill and not black work ethic nope that article degraded uh serena williams down to just a body that was it not her skill not her keen intellect not her work ethic none of that they didn't ask serena about the shit (laughs) i mean they didn't ask uh they didn't ask venus about it um there's this other tennis player i saw um i can't remember her name right now but she also is like you know more of a a built lady but she's white didn't bring her up like come on man i know i know a hit piece when i see one anyway here's the comments uh anonymous says i mentioned to vote races and sexes not just sex as well we'll get to your comment during the poll i guess lb white says hey rod and karen i'm so stoked about the facebook group hashtag groupie 
byron says hey ryan and karen process y'all on the serena tangent after that new york times article which i didn't read because from the tagline tagline alone you can tell it's bullshit right just another example that even in sports being a tall skinny white female is more important than actually being dominant and successful correct need more proof i was just curious to see if the idea to share pover with serena's rival was valid and of course we all know it's not you can't get your ass handed to you 18 out of 20 times to be considered a rival but he, but here's what's funny the article absolutely shows how racist and sexist the article is and how towards serena and venus in terms of their domination since just the women's tour in the late 90s guess who serena's actual biggest rival is not skinny sharapova caroline wozniaki uh or any other pal- uh pillar of b- white beauty standards it's venus williams right she is the only player that has been ranked in the top 10 in the past 15 years that serena has faced more than once that has won double digit matchups against serena record 15 and 11 so at the end of the day i got two words for that article those women are dominant and beyond beautiful and sorry that so many of y'all racist sexist idiots can't see that right and and uh some people brought up a good point they were saying that uh for venus and serena they was like if it hadn't been for venus they was like serena would have probably been broke the record right and that's the thing the article doesn't mention venus once right but it's not because race plays no part apparently in the evaluation of serena williams and her body in the tennis world zero part and us as black people we just don't know what we're talking about okay don't write me again evie says people hate serena because black excellence is a threat to white supremacy serena like obama makes racist people realize they ain't shit and it kills them a little inside every day and i love it um, <laughs> the poll was was the article about body image holding serena's opponents back racist and sexist just sexist or neither now this person wrote me you would think okay let's see what the audience has to say maybe there's a, a lot of people in our audience that goes it is just sexist uh you guys are off on this one or it's, it's neither racist or sexist or whatever 95 percent of our audience goes it's racist and sexist 95 percent of our audience 95 mm-hmm. percent of the people that listen to us go yes that is racist and sexist it is both right two percent said it's sexist and three percent said neither which obviously uh, those people are just trolling or idiots right right um evelyn says is is or evelyn or evelyn i can't no, okay it's genuinely very complicated and it's full this full of activity life to listen to news on the television thus i just use the web for that reason and get the most recent information i don't think that has anything to do with the poll lj esque says it's definitely sexist on his face the racism in the article comes from the standpoint that the author presupposes that serena's body is ugly and undesirable that her muscles and thickness are not only unattractive but unfeminine compared to the skinny less muscular women like sharapova that to me is racist because i like a lot of black people am enamored by serena's body and believe that her body is the standard of beauty on the tennis court but the author in his privilege doesn't even consider an opinion like mine to even be an option right right because we don't matter right not to mention like i said um the women that he talked to saw skinny ass white women that she has whooped their ass right like there's no you know coaches of skinny ass white women that got their ass whooped going well i don't want her to bulk up because then she'll look like a man so you're telling me that's not any sort of insinuation that serena williams looks like a man correct that's not any just the fact that you pick the top it's like this it's like if i pick the people to talk to about something and i cherry pick it and put those quotes in my articles that also gives you reveals my perspective as the author too 
because those were the people i wanted to talk to to prove my point there's certain people i avoided certain people i didn't ask because i was like nah that person might not fit my narrative the narrative was was clear and it was a case of trying to take away from serena's uh not just her you know her beauty but also her dominance in a way to be like well if people wanted to bulk up i mean they would be more competitive with serena duh but it's like not necessarily right that that other woman i told you about that uh is pretty buff um she gets her ass whooped on the reg like it, it's not necessarily an advantage Mm-mm. You and know? some of them actually said that it slows them down like they was like where i'm at now is the quickest i will be right many of them are playing at their peak physical uh competitive weight like it's a business it's right. not a for your weight and height right right and so the giving them that excuse that out of well if you would have just bulked up is 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 just pure like no 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 these white people could be winning they just don't want to fuck you ac says two things on serena one in general people don't understand the definitions of basic words i can look at those other european tennis players and recognize that they're not necessarily my type without calling them ugly beauty beauty comes in different forms but when it comes to serena there seems to be one standard of beauty ugly in a dictionary is described uh is defined as very unattractive or unpleasant to look at offensive to the sense of beauty displeasing in the appearance there wasn't shit about that cat suit that was displeasing in appearance yeah well for the record the article never said uses the word ugly it just keeps saying that the other women uh don't want to look manly right while talking about serena williams so it was it was less about saying overtly she's ugly but more about the implication that oh her body type is one that would be identified as male so obviously these women don't want to appear male and which you know subtext ugly right number two speaking of appearance racism is funny sometimes it used to be a standard put down for the media to say flashy black athletes like the fab five or Deion sanders would rather look good than win now it's the opposite for serena and her opponents imagine a world where say alan iverson was told gaining 10 pounds of muscle would help him win a championship but he would rather stay small so his extra large white tees would hang off his frame just right ah! the media will be burning cvs down across america yeah yeah then that's the other thing the article isn't even an indictment on those other players which it should be right if if we're looking at it in the context of how sports typically talks about athletes Mm -hmm. the way we they talk about black athletes who don't put it all on the line is so fucking you're lazy Mm -hmm. you know entitled like you said rather rather look good than win work ethic yeah you have no work ethic like they say this shit routine it is cow it's so routine i get i guarantee people don't even know they're doing it sometimes right and a lot of times people say it out of habit and don't even realize a lot of times how it's attached to racism and and shit like that and that's because the majority of the orders they talk to is predominantly white males right like the nba has the blackest league of any of the uh sports leagues mm-hmm. and i can't count how many times i've heard words like thug Right. words like uh or people questioning their work ethic or calling nba players lazy mm-hmm. or saying they only play hard in the fourth quarter and then when you look up just like miles run in a season nba players are far and away the most athletic players and you know like right shit like that or or you know uh when more black players start being drafted well that's just because they value athleticism over smarts because you can't be black athletic and smart you can be you can be black and athletic you can be uh, but you can't be black athletic and smart right nope it's amazing it's amazing right if you're smart you definitely can't be athletic you can't be black 
that's what you can't be true uh chloe writes in for episode 991 jerry springer memories where we have my man mr span on from the span report podcast uh chloe says can the fbi do a full investigation on cosby after all these decades there has to be a few dead women out there someone could be checking for jane should be checking for jane those who have died from mysterious drug overdose while having any connection with cosby you slip women drugs for decades how could i not believe that a few of those women didn't wake up right because he's a doctor guys that's how Jawan writes in cops can kill citizens with impunity but fucking on camera is a real tragedy fuck out of here uh, i don't remember what that came down did we cover a story about fucking on camera we probably did i don't know yeah uh, i'm just saying says at chloe is right we should really be looking thinking about whether there are mysterious deaths associated with cosby if you are slipping quaaludes to drug women in their drinks uh the odds are that one of them may not have woken up i mean where are we at now 100 women 50 women the odds that one out of 100 od and didn't wake up is pretty good also there were driver's assistants and other people associated with cosby that helped cover this up they will have directly transported the women before or after they were drugs drug let's try to find these people as well well we found one when this happened the guy who was like i was his assistant i basically quit over this shit right but i'm that just tells you one i okay one that tells you how different of a time it was right when it comes to like women in general for the fact that none of these women felt comfortable going to the police Mm -hmm. not saying that it's much better now i still could see a lot of women going i won't go to the police but probably not as many as back in the day when it was definitely like you know you didn't stand a fucking yeah you're chance. a whore what are you even doing over his house bitch you know he's married yeah you went over there to fuck him and now you got regrets you know we, we don't even have dna tests you know like there was a time where um i'm sure it was even tougher mm-hmm. not that it's not tough now right because of the stigma and 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 even with police like rape kits in some places are like years behind like hundreds of thousands of rape kits right around all across the country and then and they mm-hmm. were saying that some states um started uh run, um had like foundations that like, give them money and shit and started uh going back mm-hmm. and uh running these rape kits and we're finding fucking serial rapists yeah we've covered it on the show before um detroit was one of those cities right finding oh not only did they rape them here they actually went to other goddamn states right yeah so so anyway my point being um absolutely they need to look into it and even when that guy came out he was basically complicit like he at at best he knew he was taking women who were um like fucked up on something back home Mm -hmm. he had to know that you know it's not like you know the women just uh you know but you know the shame and then the money and shit it was just very this is a very bad situation right and and i think they should too several things some of the people who would have been so long ago some of people may be dead and then some of the people you might not get they might not say a word even if you find these people they'll be like i'm not saying a motherfucking word because i don't want to be tied up with the bullshit i would like it because i want i think it's just like uh the um what's the podcast that was on um um cereal it's just like cereal uh the people that come forward would be complicit but at least they would know what the fuck happened correct so that would be one way to get them um but it doesn't seem like anybody's interested in that because right now they only think it's rapes and who's gonna come forward if they covered up a murder not too many people 
uh prince Laurent says man fuck whoopi does she do anything else other than defend powerful men who abuse women and also tired of people trying to slide in the duke lacrosse as if it resembles bill Cosby's story in any way right i feel that people missed a very important point in the duke case after the trial one student commented the da was able to railroad us for years with little evidence and we had the money to buy the best lawyers possible i can only imagine what they do to people who are not as fortunate Kazi had over 30 women accusing him and even admitted to some of it. What are people really fighting against? I hope I never fall this deep into an agenda because this is ridiculous. Uh, Eric Upshaw says, being a little older, I remember when those talk shows were real. Oprah and Donahue would have abortion debates that were nothing but screaming. Oprah actually said that she was done with the topic due to her guests acting out. Mm-hmm. But the best was when Morton Downey Jr. chain smoking cigarettes and screaming at Nazi skinheads. I don't remember that one. The best was when he had Al Sharpton on various episodes. I was surprised as an adult to find out Morton was actually pretty conservative. Check out the clip of Roy Ennis knocking out old school. Oh, wait, knocking old school Sharpton on his ass. Great show. Damn, I never saw that one. Yeah, Oprah used to, people had to realize that Oprah, you know, today ain't always been there. Oprah. Oprah used to be about that life. Oh, no, she, I did realize that. I don't know about this Morton Downey Jr. shit. I don't remember any oh, of that. Oh, no, no, I don't either. Not okay. that okay yeah that's crazy i don't remember he had his own show Ooh, how long what two two episodes a (laughs) season you ain't got the answer says raise hand i wonder to i want to i volunteer to test the bluebell ice cream shit i've been going through withdrawals somebody gonna do it yeah i hope you don't die but get that listeria we Mm -hmm. can't complain we went to um cowfish yesterday yeah that's true so we can't even talk shit eve says <laughs> right i was like well i guess it's been long enough right it was like maybe we'll die i just i text i uh sent uh my man mike felder a tweet it was like if i'm you know i'll let you know if i die yeah you don't you don't hear from us we did and everything i got was cooked uh eve says right i agree with you about this trend in movie trailers with the slow down music going too far i don't mind them so much with horror movies but they're doing them for action movies which don't make sense mission impossible ready or not suicide squad i I started a joke and the avengers ain't no strings on me this has got to stop right oh i'm surprised that uh it's gotten this far i thought when i started seeing the action movies i was like okay guys what are we doing yeah some like, shit blowing up why is the music slowing down yeah y'all just having too much fun with this shit all right it needs to be speeding up we got action um and the poll was should someone have who has oh okay that's what that person was talking about the uh, the police officer who did a porn video right and then people were chastising her and the news was following her around being like you know you you maybe we can get her kicked off the force and it's like why are y'all doing this right anyway she's black well that's a good point should someone who has done porn be allowed to be a police officer yes there's nothing wrong with that no it's a disgrace to the uniform three percent of y'all said it is a disgrace to the uniform 97 percent said hey nothing wrong with that juan says your tangent into how bad talk shows got was hilarious the only thing you left out was at the height of his ratchetness jerry springer had a bell that would sound right before the second guest would show up so everyone would uh know the fight started yeah yep i remember that they also did that shit maybe it wasn't him it might have been south jesse Raphael, where they put up a fake door like a house door and then when the person would show up it would like ding 
dong and she'd be like oh who could that be and oh, the person Lord. would just bust through the door and be like motherfucker i told you stay away from my wife you're like good grief <laughs> this don't even make sense anymore it's just a, a goddamn fight uh, show they don't hear them like that no what if i took them shits off there and burnt them but i that guarantee was, you probably you might can find them somewhere but they probably edited real hard nowadays that was the best them doorbell ringing <gasps> ding dong like oh and then she act like someone really came to her house unannounced <laughs> oh oh could it be who could this be it's like probably the person that it would be the most pissed off right about uh, the last 10 minutes of commentary right you know it's like you just talked to a dude it's like yeah man so that's when i started fucking her sister yeah and everybody's like boo, boo yeah yeah and then that's right 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 after i fucked up mom oh ooh, oh ding dong who could that be Ooh. <laughs> it's your wife what oh. oh it's on um so yeah i wonder if they put that into the show during editing or if they played in the studio i don't know but that ding 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 was good <laughs> mark says i mean they probably they probably had a uniform anyway I'm talking about porn stars that can be cops right might as well fight some crime plus if you didn't see the cops old face in the film you'll definitely see it when he goes all stop resisting on you two shots to the dome which weapon you'll be surprised well it was a woman did you listen to the show <laughs> come on mark <laughs> in this voting in the poll before they see the show shit it's gotta, it's gotta stop it's really it's really bad guys no nobody wants to it's okay to listen to the show and come back to the poll it's okay that was a woman wasn't no two shots to the face anyway episode 992 the good for nothing triggers had some comments kate says 50 cent was already fighting a 17 million dollar judgment against him uh for a headphone deal gone wrong now this five million dollar judgment on top of that yeah okay i didn't know that oh that so, might be why he said fuck it yeah bankrupt right chuck d talking about context but he p- compares a music producer to the star of a television show right y'all still listening to uh y'all still watching uh this show but y'all ain't got no problem with this I'm like uh, okay it's two different platforms y'all yeah y'all listen to this music those are two completely different situations when i listen to you've lost that love and feeling i don't want i don't have to see phil specter's face um so yeah she said context and then she put uh um uh, a clip from youtube on there um let me see if i can get it to play you keep using the word i don't think it means what you think it means <laughs> so he doesn't know what context means oh. uh nuclear winter says my skin crawled with hearing about ariana grande licking them donuts and that was the only part she didn't address or apologize for right she's talking on and on <laughs> karen is mad about it too right <laughs> look at them donuts bitch come on she t- <laughs> you didn't apologize about what people would get angry about which is you fucking licking donuts so well i thought people were mad about her hating america that too but you licked them donuts right that's true she's talking on and on about saying she hates america and obc and the food industry and her poor choice of words what about you licking them donuts mm-hmm, what about the donuts what is wrong with these kids how was the outrage not about her and her fool ass boyfriend smearing that nasty saliva across perfectly tasty donuts right i'm fat and that was that's what i was <laughs> mad at, that's what i'm mad about to hell with america i hate it too sometimes mostly because of nasty people doing stuff like this (laughs) (laughs) 
and that dismembered ass i can see rod's point but is that much different than a dildo or a flashlight they are just dismembered pieces though if i walked in on a dude with a flashlight i would be cool if i walked in on a dude with a gyrating dismembered butt wearing a vr headgear might have to leave yeah you know the difference ah! you knew the goddamn difference yourself couldn't even finish that thought yeah i thought about that too because i was like i don't want to be shaming nobody if this is their thing but hey that's exactly what it is it's a dismembered ass it's gonna you gonna minimum look like a serial killer from the future <laughs> if somebody walk in with it's you, gonna be humans <laughs> if, if you wearing that headset and fucking a piece of a person and you, all i hear is a gyrating yell we yeah we have to talk you're not gonna look right i'm not saying that you should be ashamed no you shouldn't be but you will not look you will have to explain <laughs> yes you will what the fuck was happening uh with you and that twerking uh apparatus come on now i'm not i wish i could put a picture up of it but it's probably explicit but yeah there's no dude that's gonna be eight inches deep in that shit like Mm -hmm. what is that a problem what's happening here right uh do you think michael brown art exhibit is offensive to black people we talked about that art exhibit um and i said it's important that people see the video on periscope but i knew some people wouldn't so i went ahead and <laughs> described what i saw to the best of my abilities and then still urge people to go see it but then i made the poll options that you could not see it and still vote in the poll okay okay so do you think the michael brown art exhibit is offensive to black people yes i've seen the vi- yes and i've seen the video no but i haven't seen the video no and i, I have you meant yes but i've seen the video oh i'm sorry you're right yes and i've seen the video okay yes but i haven't seen the video Mm -hmm. no i and i have seen the video no and i haven't seen the video Mm -hmm. so you know think about those categories so people that saw the video and was like yeah that's kind of offensive to black people 23 percent people that have not seen the video but they heard our podcast on it obviously or maybe they read a news article 49 of our uh 49 of the audience haven't seen the video but still find it you know distasteful or offensive nine percent have seen the video and think no it's not offensive towards black people and 20 percent says no it's not and i haven't seen the video which you know I've, I've that's like the people who haven't seen the video i would just kind of take them out of this in general i'll take both out mm-hmm. and just say um let me get my numbers right before i fucking uh do this um so like 73 percent of people who have seen the video did find it offensive towards black people okay and then you know 20 something percent didn't um uh ashley says hello i think your site might be having browser compatibility issues when i look at the website in safari it looks fine <clears throat> with open internet explorer it has some overlapping i just wanted to give you a quick heads up other, other than that wonderful blog thanks ashley appreciate you uh commenting on the poll well uh i don't remember what she, i don't know when she left that comment could have been when we were getting our shit you know yeah revamp right could have been before the revamping i have no right. idea right going through time. a transition yeah well it was four days ago so um anyway thanks stop using internet explorer it's terrible and it will get viruses on your computer i hate internet explorer uh we had episode 993 whoopee whoopsie um some people like that that one but this is the one where Whoopi finally said, I uh, might have been wrong about this Cosby shit, y'all. Mm-hmm. Whoops. 
<laughs> not because i want to but because they told me i had to apparently 38 right this is before we knew she was forced we just assumed she was forced yeah <laughs> I, 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 it, it was like even if you said that they didn't put a gun to my head i'm but i'm but you're lying you right. you change your tune because they told you to yeah it wasn't confirmed but come on yeah come on now chris Wynn-Y says this latest cosby update made me recall something from way back in the early 90s i read jim brown's autobiography and in it he talks about when he guested on i spy as bill cosby's childhood friend who was a hitman during filming by the way that's the biggest loss in this on the low i watched i spy in college and i liked that show it was fun it was i know you watched Aspa? yeah i've seen it before with bill cosby mm-hmm. it's really old it's old school it's real old mm-hmm. i like that show and he wasn't trying to be funny and shit he was just a cool ass nigga man and that's who that's what we really lost i don't care about losing dr huxable we lost the black man from Aspa, right. and that man would never be a rapist ever to <laughs> me he was the father that raised me when my father was wasn't around if he would go to the store or something, I would watch I Spy and he would raise me <laughs> for 10 <laughs> to 20 minutes at a time. Right. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, during filming, Bill hired a prostitute for him. I mean, she just showed up at his hotel room courtesy of Mr. Cosby. Jim talks about how surprised he was that Bill did that, and I have to admit, I was surprised to read it. Mind you, this was back in the day before the internet, and I've heard nothing about his predilection for sharpening, or would that be Cosby and a woman for sex? That said, when this Cosby issue became major news, as much as I may have liked his comedy and or shows, I couldn't delude myself into thinking he was guilty until 100% proven innocent. And you know, the other thing, though, uh, one, I didn't know sharpening was a term. What like, the hell is sharpening? Sharpening a woman for sex, he said. Oh, or Cosby, oh. obviously, I guess. What you mean, soliciting? Oh sharpening or should that be cosby and a woman for sex in the context i'm assuming drugging okay okay i didn't even know that was a term me either um and then two um it's kind of weird to uh like i even if i knew that story i don't know that i would be like oh this dude's a rapist because all that would mean is that he sent a prostitute to somebody's room back and that was like way back in the day during i spy time so i can see being like oh i don't even know if that means he's cheating he just know jim in the hoes and he gonna send some hoes to jim yeah thinking that he being a friend i can see people knowing that story and still feeling like shocked by i feel like what he did was shocking right you know what i mean i'm not saying i feel like the numbers themselves should be enough for people to be like oh no no he probably did that shit i don't know i like there's no one story i would hear about bill cosby make me be like and that's when i knew he did it you know what i'm saying right it's the collection of evidence over time is just fucking undeniable i don't i don't even understand how people can i don't understand and especially at this point you still have people doing that bullshit correct i mean if nothing else multiple allegations proven or not it's going to give me pause if nothing else i knew he did some of that shit as the numbers grew grew i knew he did most of that shit the people being blind loyally to him are just being naive to the point of ridiculousness and will be claiming that guilty until proven innocent position is just plain insulting to his numerous victims it may have been rape but it wasn't rape rape uh yeah she needs to get the axe from the view now because her views are becoming more and more ridiculous mm-hmm. the worst part is we know she doesn't believe it correct 
when she got fired from the view tomorrow she'd be like yeah i, I never believed that shit anyway All right right she would publicly say it then because she would have uh, wouldn't be held accountable or have them holding her money or her job up her head yep so i you know i don't trust her yeah, and when, i think it was only monetary that she did it because she was forced to apologize right when she leaves she'll probably still come out and say i didn't believe it yep did Whoopi change her mind because she learned some new information? Yes, she finally realized the truth. Or no, ABC made her change her mind. 12% of our audience says yes, she finally realized the truth. Mm-mm. And 88% of us said, come on, dog. ABC made her change her mind. Right. Sticky Finger says, stop being so damn funny. If I keep busting out laughing at ball alerts, I'm going to lose my damn job. My point, make that a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> just wanted to hear me say those things. Make that a sandwich. All right terrell writes in nah she got to come on she got that come in early or stay late email we would like (laughs) we would quote unquote like to have a quote unquote word with you right the conversation management things have changed we know you are a reprehensible human being but you cannot be defending the call of duty running rape ride whoopee oh okay for real not even a little bit management we know you be caping for your hollywood peeps and our advertisers say you really need to stop right because you're gonna fuck our money up mark says whoopee i realize the truth of being 50 something black actress without a steady paycheck that steady eating schedule will set you straight real quick though that mother superior role in sister act three is right there waiting or color purple two color purpler <laughs> she be waiting on that check for a long time yes, she uh 1994 episode i mean wait 994 episode i was in 1994 woo mm-hmm. the number another summer get down funky drummer um better have guys money this is 994 um we talked about amy schumer and uh that being petty and appropriation and being petty and why is why black people always got to be above being petty i like pettiness can we stop pretending like something wrong with us? Like we don't get the same right to be petty as every other race? Right. Try to help y'all be free. I'm trying to free y'all. Be petty. Like, you know what I wouldn't argue with? Anybody that was like, I didn't want to see Caitlyn Jenner get the award because I hate the Kardashians. Right. Out of respect at your opinion. I don't know how res- respect is a strong word. What I would be is like, I can't change anything about that opinion right that, that's what i meant by it. i'm sorry you yeah. so petty i un- i can relate i can understand put like that not, right not, not that i respect your opinion i understand and you're willing to stick by it i saw a story once that Dwayne wade donated to these kids at a basketball park because they went he went by and they the park was just in terrible shape so he stopped his car and was like i'm gonna buy these kids basketballs i'm gonna change i'm gonna get the gold redone i'm gonna get it repaved like i'm gonna clean this park up and that is such a nice thing for a person to do just ride it home from work had the money saw those little black kids out there playing and was like here's an area where i can help these kids Mm -hmm. they even made a commercial about it and the whole time i was just thinking like how many of them is your kids Dwayne? you break baby having motherfucker i can't help it okay Uh but at least i'm honest about it i don't bullshit y'all they come in here try to give y'all 27 reasons why i just don't like Dwayne wade because the marginalization of the black woman's plight is 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 too strong i don't give y'all any uh uh, you know oh well you know him co-opting the struggle of the american indian i don't even give y'all that 
because i'm like I, I i know it's just petty and i like being honest about it and no one can change my mind about it eve says poor brandy because brandy was singing on now subway and nobody cared Mm-mm. i noticed she was singing a song from the wiz she wants the role of dorothy for the upcoming live production of the wiz on nbc so bad she's acting a damn fool on a train with people who don't want to be bothered right yeah well she won't get it based off that audition Mm-mm. nbc ain't watching like mm, that's what we need uh and <laughs> i watched it and i was like i thought train wreck starred amy schumer oh lord <laughs> at least tyrese had a few people participate in his foolishness brandy just remained ignored poor little tink tink this is one of the funniest episodes of tvgwt when rod did his bbhmm sermon i was hollering i nearly peed my pants you had a sister hit that donate button and we had quite a few people uh that said that that was their favorite part of the show man mm-hmm. so thank y'all um it was all over the <laughs> facebook group <laughs> twitter my whole timeline been blowing up with it since wednesday everybody liked that sermon <clears throat> Amani says looking forward to all the to all the kardashian and amy schumer wait looking forward to the all kardashian and amy schumer episode and just make people come to terms with their pettiness right yeah somebody on twitter was like yeah uh can't y'all see the amy schumer blah blah, blah. Uh, i don't like when y'all talk about amy schumer in the facebook group and I was like, oh man, that sucks because she's our next guest uh, Sunday. We're going to be doing a ah. episode. Um, and for the record, I'm not really disagreeing with people who think a joke was racist. Mm-hmm. Me, me neither. But it is funny how much we'll let slide for comedians we agree with. Mm-hmm. Correct. Folks let Louis C.K. slide on saying nigga and child molestation groups and his stand up because they quote unquote trust him. Yeah, he also gets to say faggot too and that's okay meanwhile schumer tried a joke that didn't work and she dropped it but because she's getting hyped up first of all uh the joke is not that the joke didn't work on her special it worked and i'm sure that the first time you see it being on her special doesn't that that is a reflection that that joke has worked in clubs a lot of places right um so i wouldn't even say the joke didn't work yeah she probably has well honed it or combed it to the point well honed it to the honed point, it yeah honed it to the point where she knew it would land mm-hmm. and combed it as well that's not bad that's that, that makes sense too okay uh but but you know what i would say is um the questioning of why the joke works how why people laugh it's kind of like Dave Chappelle when he talked about quitting saying that the one rumor was uh a dude was just laughing at the wrong shit this white dude was laughing at him in his costume and it was like he had no he was supposed to be the nigger fairy and the guy just laughed as soon as he seen Dave Chappelle and it struck something about that struck him the wrong way I think black people feel that way a lot of times with white comedians when they make jokes about race like mm-hmm. but why are these other why are these white people laughing like why and then it, it breathes into and I don't trust your ass either why are you making this joke you you secretly racist you making a joke about me you know and you know I think that that type of feeling um and that type of uh uh we try to couch it in some other shit like we'll see it's because of the power structure and this it's mm-hmm. no it's not no it's not because we have our favorites we have our comedians that we're like I believe they're making this joke because they understand this topic some people we just don't believe they do or even if they do we're like we don't like them enough that we don't want them to get the credit for that correct i don't know that black people need to be above that i just think it's funny that it's treated that way like 
let's capture it in all this academia when it's like nah we i just don't like that nigga yeah there's some people you know you, you know i just i don't care right um anyway um uh yeah so meanwhile schumer tried a joke that didn't work and she dropped it but uh, and by the way oh that's what i was gonna say she dropped that joke because as a career comedian as someone who's about to go to that next level she was like i can see the trends i can't be making this joke when i have my own show i can't be making these type of jokes when um i'm trying to blow up make right. movies because people look at trevor noah people will go find those jokes and be like mm-mm so i think that's why she stopped doing it it was just a business decision like correct i don't want to keep talking i don't want to talk about race because her thing wasn't well let me get informed to talk about race in the ways that are she's like let me stop talking about it i think that's something that people just do a lot to people where it's just like the the smart business move is to stop talking about that shit you know um because because the audience isn't ever going to trust you certain people already have trust issues they've been burned so many times they don't want to see you talk about this shit and you're not talking about it in the way that they like you know even if it is in my opinion you're doing it ironically and it's you know the joke is that idiots are the people who think this way Mm -hmm. people are still gonna be like "Uh uh-uh i don't like it coming out of your face so she dropped it and that's true because honestly like you say it's too many in my opinion uh it's it's a lot of comedians that are not funny like they're just flat not fucking funny and they'll say racist shit and make racist jokes in a racist manner and try to couch it up in comedy when they're not being ironic or funny or presenting a joke at all just being fucking racist and too many especially too many black people have heard that before they go oh, okay you're right. not funny you you just want to get up there just because you think that this platform allows you to say nigger not because you're trying to quote unquote be funny yeah i don't well what comedians would you say are like that like where have you heard that before where have i personally heard yeah. it before and they're not really famous mm. um i don't really have any off the top of my head i'm sorry okay. no no problem no i'm i'm wondering because um i feel like it's not comedians it's just white people yeah it's just racist ass white people that couch their racism in humor and then there's people that are professionals at what they do that you know and i'm sure there's some comedians i can't think of any off the top of my head either but like but like with daniel tosh i listen to daniel tosh stand up and i'm like oh okay the the joke is he ain't shit right like the joke isn't oh man look at this guy who uh who thinks being racist is okay and right it's look at this guy who goes out there and the joke is on him he's a simple-minded ignorant ass fuck and you're you laugh at the cleverness of him like using the stereotypes and shit but it's not like at no point are you supposed to go this is okay i agree with him oh the problem is some people will correct and, but but that problem exists whether he does his stand up or not cool. in my opinion right and i think a lot of people get caught up in that like and to me i don't support that argument because i don't want to be a hypocrite when people say that shit about hip-hop music i never support that argument when people say that about right. movies I never support that argument. So I'm not going to take comedy out of context and be like, no, right. comedy actually does fuel 
this thing in society like you can be racist because you heard it in a joke or you can be a rapist because you heard a stand-up say it or you can be uh misogynistic because you heard a stand-up saying it i think those attitudes have existed and will continue to exist whether or not those they take form in those mediums or not correct somebody said Artie lane yeah okay Artie lane is one of those people yeah i definitely agree um yeah and that and that's the thing like um that's a big difference in my mind from like Artie lane what Artie lane does or what say daniel tosh does yeah. i feel like Artie lane's thing is i'm right and everyone should agree with me and y'all guys are just too scared to say it right or and i don't think that i think amy schumer thing was i'm a dumbass white girl and i say dumb shit and we're all supposed to laugh at my stupidity that being said she dropped them jokes because it's untenable in this like you can't keep doing that shit and blow up to a certain level anymore not in this climate yeah you used to could but i don't know that that was better a lot of people always talk about those times like it was better like eddie murphy used to have a whole he couldn't do that now i'm like that's probably for the best right like do we really need a dude coming out doing an hour of gay jokes to start off the you know what i mean with a whole punchline there's nothing but gay people ain't shit man then gay people are, it's funny that they're gay like i don't know that society is yeah i don't know society is taking a step back because we no one's gonna do that anymore (laughs) correct you know so i and for the record i don't think that society's taking a step back because amy schumer's getting critiqued either Mm -hmm. i just think people have i I think people feel like we have to couch it in all this academic speak and we we don't we need to be able Mm -hmm. to just be like fuck her i don't think she should be able to make that joke right and then people should be able to go okay you know i don't support that person anyway whatever i don't think it should have to break into like a serious ass debate on why this person can't make that joke it just seems right. seems like nobody has to do that but us i guess is my point like everybody else just to be like gets to be like i don't think so and so it's funny we have to be like i don't think they're funny and it's also the system of patriarchy and blah, blah. and i'm like really right why do we need to explain i ain't never then? thought about all that shit in the middle of a joke mm-hmm. i've either been like that's funny or that's not right you just keep it simple yeah anyway um meanwhile schumer tried to joke didn't work blah, blah blah okay but because she's getting hyped up by white feminist tm spaces that didn't already uh that already don't fuck with it rubs people the wrong way i'm not really a fan of hers either but i don't know what's hard about admitting for a lot of people it bothers them because they don't trust her and see her being praised by groups that have shit on them in the past yeah that's how i knew to call it that it would happen I was like, oh, Jezebel thinks she's funny? You know what I mean? Like when the Mary Sue is talking about how funny you are, nigga, don't, the people don't go to comedy shows. No, they don't. And honestly, a lot of black people don't like them. I don't think it's any coincidence that black feminists are the people that started being like, fuck Amy Schumer right after she started getting all them props for that shit. Right. You know, she made the joke two years ago. It's the reason they didn't come up with it two years ago. It was right when Jezebel started telling you she was the most important voice in comedy that black people went, huh? you know yeah yeah, you saying bitches that say we ain't shit yeah the people that shame beyonce and rihanna like y'all want to tell me this person the most important voice like of course it was backlash right it was like fuck you and then now the fuck you fuck her right exactly anyway great show as usual and oh shit i see you out here upgrading the site bitch better have my money uh p.s finally worked up the nerd to listen to the draft episode of balls deep as a dicks fan (laughs) i feel your pain on passive winslow yeah yeah we should have took him i think uh still try to talk myself into that genius good luck with frank good luck with frank the tank sigh hey man 
that zing is looking good man y'all, y'all i'm telling y'all I'm I'm down with that that Zingus, good or bad. I feel like that Zingus is uh, underrated. And uh Frank the Tank has some pretty he had two or three good games. I hope I'm wrong about him. Uh and Justice Winslow got hurt, which is why he wasn't playing. He was shooting thirty four percent, but it was on like a uh I forget what he was listed as being hurt for. I can't remember his fatigue or his knee. Anyway, Chris from Hawaii says highlight of the show was Rod Sermon. He was channeling the spirit of Reverend Ike and countless other old school preachers. I've heard to be on that prosperity preaching tip while they trying to run their hands through your pockets. Oh, yeah. And the poll was, do you ever worry about getting a bad deal financially because of your race? Um, yes, no, and I'm white. 9% of our audience said I'm white. So they decided to vote in the poll and say, uh, I don't worry about that no nine percent of people say hey i'm not white but i'd never worry about getting a bad deal financially because of my race 82 percent of our audience say yeah they worry about it mm-hmm. which is surprising because typically when i talk to people about this the vast majority of people are just like oh no nah, you don't nah you you smart you'll figure it out black and white um yeah that's true but i guess a lot of black people had this concern we just don't talk about it right and i know um sometimes well, it varies but sometimes whenever you fill out certain things in certain applications a lot of times they'll ask you about your race and they'll be like it's optional right so a lot of times i don't click anything because i want i want fairness mm-hmm. you know i know that might sound weird but i'll just be like you know what i just won't do my race so everything else will matter right um got two comments mark says oh i don't doubt that it will happen but i can't live life worried about Word that I might be charged a couple of interest points more in melanin tax. Just make, just make sure that whatever is being offered is something that I'm comfortable with, comfortable with. I'm not going to ask anybody else about their deal and nobody's going to tell me anyway for fear they got, they got took. I might go to a couple of places to see if there's a range of offers to select from, but I will be riding. I hear you, Mark, but I still worry about it. And it sounds like you worry about it too, but you just, are accepting that it's going to happen to you which i don't think makes it any more right that it is happening capadonna says man listen i'm the son of sharecroppers from kakalak from the kakalakis white man ripping niggas off is just business as usual i figure my salary is lower and loans are harder to get because the black don't come off my ass like dola's house bronzer oh mm-hmm. <laughs> that's true that's true uh and i think that was all the comments uh this week for the show let me see i just trying to think if there was a comment for um and then the premium shows yeah it might have been one for a spoiler review just give me a quick second uh nah i think oh yeah we got a couple comments on the pg2 pregame we have a podcast called pregame typically i record or well, go back and get the recordings of conversations that me and justin have sometimes karen will be in here too before the show before y'all do balls deep yeah before we do balls deep people always say oh that was a great show you guys should have recorded that and it's never really part of the show it's part of the recast but typically we just it's not on actual recording yeah right? so um i, I recorded uh one uh, a couple weeks back rod and justin talk about rod's experience upgrading his iphone and wonder if the verizon lady was trying to holler at rod the answer will shock you <laughs> um she was yes oh man everybody keeps saying that 
anonymous says the same thing happened to me rising kiosk at bj's this cute saleswoman put her number in my phone and gave me her card helped me install apps and added herself to my on my snapchat oh shit i'm so oblivious that i thought she was just doing it for commission but my co-worker thought she was trying to holler at me <coughs> yeah see that's the thing i wouldn't i have terrible flirt sense anyway i wouldn't be able to tell uh if a girl was playing with me right honestly. and some dudes are like that where they just we're like throwing all types of hit it's everything short from sucking your dick and you're right. like um uh, i don't know but to an extent i can understand dudes being like that because they was like i don't want to respond and then i get the oh, i would try not talk to you yeah and i try to be respectful right. of women and you know she was just doing her job right. and i she probably gets that all the time i don't know you know dudes probably come in there and harass her and shit mm-hmm. i was just thinking about it from just outside of my perspective necessarily right where even with her putting all that shit in my phone and the whole conversation we had and all that shit i was like i don't think so you know right that's why dudes are like please just be straight tell me what you want we can go from there because i don't want to make any assumptions yeah not right Right. not that i would have said or done anything anyway but the point being i never like i didn't think about it till like the second or third text message i got from her when i got home i was like this is kind of kind of different you know what i mean like i've, I've bought phones before hey, yeah. it's the most thorough phone <laughs> buying experience i ever had in my life normally you get a business card or you might not even get that you come back i don't even know who to talk to yeah so i but you know even with that being said i i still wouldn't assume she was um, okay we'll see when we get my upgrade yeah uh well that's assuming she worked there or that we go back to that same store okay oh wait yeah i know what you mean if the person gonna put their number in your phone and all oh, that shit right all right so maybe she's i don't know maybe she was i we'll don't know see. we'll see when that i would have to literally be my dick would have to be in someone's mouth before i'm like i think she likes me <laughs> aj the engineer says bruh she was trying to holler the key difference is how she backed off once karen was in the store with you yeah because i went back with karen later because uh we had to get some paperwork done and stuff and i was like let me just go with karen <laughs> just, i didn't think nothing of it uh, she gave the less personal email address to contact her but when you were in the store alone she was pretty okay with you calling her at home yes she was that was a funny ass story good pregame episode thanks man and uh, i already recorded number three and it's about the confederate flag coming down and some other stuff with race and a, a little more in-depth topic about appropriation and all this shit um and that one will be out soon too um oh and while i'm thinking about it for premium listeners because for some reason i don't know what changed and i maybe it's the new version of itunes that changed right um or what or uh firefox and all this shit but the rss code feed was not coming up for everybody in the regular itunes app anymore Mm -mm. so here are the things i learned um you can use rss radio if you have an apple device yes it's excellent yeah i use it the feed still works in that i think it's free um it is and uh yeah you can you just co- the same way you deal with itunes copy and paste the feed put in the password and the, and the uh username and it'll it'll load up for you brand you know just like normal any apple device um also podcast addict that's for works any other device other than apple yeah no i think that's for like sam whatever samsung runs on samsung and normally androids all of them have and, like a google store and also pod kicker that's a good one too those are the three apps that i know for a fact work with the rss feed i've tried them all myself to make sure that they work so if you are a premium member pod kicker podcast addict rss radio pod kicker 
podcast addict at rss radio those are the three that work yep rss radio is for apple devices only yeah all right we had a couple voicemails let's uh let's play those bad boys and see what people had to say um i don't know i think that's from last week delete all right now let's play it hey yard and king um this is jada um i just had a couple of comments about um something that was said early on the show of um people masking the bigotry of uh homosexuality um, within religion. Um, and I just kind of really, I do believe that that is, that is true for some people. Um, but I just kind of disagree with that because I really do feel like there are people who, um, because it's in the Bible, that they really, you know, feel that it is um, a sin and that there are Christians out there who, um, who, uh, don't, you know, hate gay people or see them as any less than or anything like that. It's just that I think because it's accepted in society now that um, I think that's why the church is going so hard at it now because it's like if you are ignorant to the sin and don't even realize the sin, then there's no chance for repentance, you know, in the church's eyes. So, but, I mean, I definitely feel like... um there are Christians out there who, you know, believe that even if homosexuality is a sin, that heterosexual people are sinners too. So, I mean, there's no room for judgment on um, either side. And so, I mean, I really feel like people who, you know, are against it because of their religion are not necessarily, you know, bigots. Um, really, me personally, myself, I've struggled with this issue. I go back and forth. But, I mean, regardless, I've always been pro-gay marriage just simply on a civil rights um, matter because I really feel like no matter, you know, if we really are going to have true separation of church and state, that um, then they should be able to get married because that is the only um, reasoning for people who usually use, you know, against for gay marriage because of religious purposes, but if we're going to go by legal means, then, you know, we're supposed to have separate church and state, so um we can't use a religious basis to deny people um, rights, you know, that everybody else has. So, um, and uh, so, yeah, me personally, I was just kind of going back and forth with it. Um, but regardless of how I feel, I still feel like it's their legal right. And, but I've, I have like struggled with the um, moral, you know, implications Um but I mean, that's my own, you know, personal belief and personal struggle. So, but I definitely don't feel like overall and constitution that should be something that should be put upon gay people where they, you know, cannot have a constitutional right. But yeah, so I just wanted to clear that up that I don't feel like every person who is against um, homosexuality for religion is necessarily um, a bigot because I do know of people who really, you know, because it's in the Bible that they truly feel well, it's you know, not right in it, but they're not coming from a hateful place. They're just wanting people to recognize it so that they can be redeemed from the sin, just like any other heterosexual person who may be, I don't know, doing fornication or lying or maybe informing some type of form of adultery that they don't even, you know, recognize, like um, being so tight, you know, like bound to their money or something that like money, their love for money is replacing their love for God or, you know, something like that. So 
I mean, I feel like there are all kinds out there, but and I definitely know that, which saddens me, that there are Christians out there who are using judgment, who are using hate, which completely goes against Christianity. And if you really feel that, you know, it is a sin, you should be open arms to gay people um, for love and that they will, you know, um, receive the grace of God. But um, but that's, yeah, real hard to say that, you know, there are, I think there are all scopes of people out there and, um Unfortunately, there are some people out there against hate, against gay people, and I definitely don't, you know, um, agree with that at all. But because it's so much hate and judgment out there, I feel like anytime that anybody does speak against it or they don't agree with it, then people automatically think that people are bigots or coming from a hateful place, but they're just, they're just really trying to, you know, address and not come from the judgment side, but just to have people to realize or people who to say that they're Christians to realize if um, what the Bible says about it and why they feel that, you know, it's a sin because of what the Bible says. But, um, all right, that's all I had to say. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. All right. <clears throat> uh, Karen, did you want to do this one? Or? I mean, you have something? Don't I got a ton of shit, but I just want to give you a chance before you say anything or before I say anything. Yeah, um... There are several things I want to say about this. Um, when we speak on religion and Christianity and all types of religion, we never come out and say all. And sometimes I think people take it personal um, when we come out and speak and they feel like a lot of times it's a personal attack on them and their particular religion. We don't care what religion you are, if it's no religion or whatever it is. Um, and for me, when it comes to religion you can believe whatever you want the problem that a lot of people have with religion is that people use religion as an excuse to push hateful things onto other people they use religion as an excuse to make people do the things that they personally believe in their religion which has nothing to do with the other person and that's where a lot of the anger comes from and that's where a lot of the backlash comes from now, you personally might not believe this, but there are a lot of people who use Christianity to be hateful, to be bigoted, to be sexist, to be racist, and all these other forms against other people. And the thing, and I think the thing about it I have is that for a lot of churches, um, if we're in, um, if you're talking about churches going against sin, all sins need to be talked about the same, like, like in the concept text that you're talking about. But you don't have people bashing, you know, people for fornicating, bashing people for committing adultery, you know, those type of sins. Now, you see them, you might see them come out for murdering, child molesters, and all that stuff. But if a sin is a sin, the same effort and the same protesting and the same signs and the same being ignorant, you know, you need to see about this, too, the same way you see... Um, magistrates saying that I won't marry same sex. You ought to be like, if you had sex before marriage, I won't marry you either. You know, the same people that are against, you know, gay people coming um, into their establishments to purchase pizza ought to look at people and go, well, y'all living in sin. I'm not going to serve you either. You know, but it's not like that. And that's the problem that people have. People use religion as an excuse and i do understand the things that you say yes there are christians out there that that's not even worried about any of that they like look my job ain't to judge you my job is to love you my, my job is to you know treat you as christ you know love the church yada 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 and there are people doing that but the problem is that they're not the vocal ones they're not the ones protesting they're not the ones with the signs they're not the ones out on the street 
those aren't the people you see and i think that for a lot of people that's what that what makes a difference but go ahead oh yeah um yeah first of all echoing pretty much everything you said um uh secondly um i think homophobia is bigger than religion mm-hmm. so i don't i think the impetus to be homophobic doesn't come because oh i read it in a book and then i turned homophobic i think there's a lot of people who are homophobic period and then it's like now i have this book so i can just say that's where it's coming from but if even if that person put the bible down forever they would never be okay with the gay people doing anything right. um, marrying or whatever um which is why which is why i say i think people use religion as an excuse mm-hmm. um um also i know plenty of people that don't even go to church that are homophobic as fuck right there's a bunch of dudes you know doing pause calling people faggots homos and all this shit that never gonna step a foot inside of a church Mm-mm. you know and they and and even those people that aren't religious in any way if you were to ask why they a lot of times they will point to shit like the religion and you're like well that's obviously an excuse you don't really believe in this religion you don't Mm-mm. do anything when it comes to religion you just throw this out there at your convenience you know right. as if this is some sort of argument that we scientifically have agreed to you know like oh yeah we have agreed because it's in a book a, a book that's thousands of years old you know like everyone didn't agree to this is, is my biggest conceit um also like the same book used to say black people were cursed as descendants of ham and that's why black people were slaves mm-hmm. that was something that they railed against once society started becoming more accepting of that of of the curse that of, of these cursed people were equal to not cursed people which are white people people were like well now we need to rally against it more now we need a ku klux klan now we need a christian nice organization that was the same reasoning was now the church has to go against it even harder and to say well because homosexuality is more accepted in society that's why churches are railing against it it's not more accepted than fornication it won't it's not even close you know you can still be uh like that like no one's ever been like lebron james isn't a hero because he hacks his kids before he got married no one no you know churches don't say you know churches don't do shit like that you know they don't they don't specifically target people like that but we definitely do that for gay people Mm -hmm. you know um and that that would be just my surface retort to that um and then my more critical retort to that is religion is made up like it's still like even the rules of this shit change as society changes because it's made up and you join in it and you can pick which one and what things you want to be upset about people are a la carte christians all the damn time people do the hey i I, i'm really upset about this part of thing but i don't get upset about that part of thing because you don't have to pick anything you know what i mean like you could just go to church want to you know want the community spirit there want the um you know the programs and the social good that it can do 
and then you go yeah when pastor talks about gay people i just don't pay attention or hopefully i get in the church that won't talk about it you know right. or um you know i drove by a church the other day and it was cool as shit it was like uh congratulations on marriage equality i would have signed out front i said that that like if i went to church that's the kind of church i want to go to because you don't have to follow every letter in that book you don't and no one does so why are we pretending that this is some sort of authority over your over life when it's really not for a lot of people they do what they want to do anyway correct so i don't understand why we're getting into you know all this stuff not even the psychology the controlling nature of it the things that people have done in the name of that book in the name of religion it's not it's not all good you know and it's kind of sad to see people you know subscribe to that especially when it's been used against them like you know how often religion is used against women where it's like you shouldn't even be allowed to preach or have leadership positions be silent um you know um where it can be really restrictive to women and you know in general um when shit taken out of context yeah right meanwhile women are the most supportive of the church Mm mm-hmm you know the people that show up every week to get told that they ain't shit every week they there more than any other group they stop showing up a lot of churches but shut the fuck down right so you know stuff like that i'm just like i don't think i can um ride with it and i think the homophobia part of it no matter how nice you try to treat it calling someone's life their sexual orientation a sin it is hate there's no nice way to do that i'm sorry it's just not i understand that you think you're being nice but it's just to me as silly as saying well dark skin is a curse from by you know on ham and you're descending of ham you're just a cursed people it's in the bible it's not i'm not making it up it's just it's in the bible so i'm not trying to say you're you know i i personally don't think that you're not equal to me but the bible says you're not equal to me ham and his spawn are cursed you are a cursed spawn of ham that's it and as much as black people love ham it ain't true oh no i love him way too much i love him but you can't just you can't just say i'm cursed by it okay Mm -mm. now if it was bacon i get it but you can't say i'm cursed by him all right Mm -hmm. but but the point being like i don't understand how you can just be like well this book that used to do all this shit is fine now because it's not talking about me anymore Nah, i don't agree so you know and and i don't i don't know how if this was 1955 and people were saying shit about the same debate around black people getting rights about well they're just cursed it's in the bible you know where i mean there were presidents that used this argument i think it was Mm -hmm. truman there were presidents that used the bible as an argument for why black people should not be able to interracially marry why they shouldn't have equal rights there were presidents that's how pervasive this ideology was and it came straight from people that were interpreting the bible that way right hopefully one day people will stop interpreting the bible to be in a homophobic way but we'll see but it won't happen from people just being like no silly i'm not hating on you i'm just saying your whole lifestyle is a sin it ain't gonna happen that way uh next voicemail Mm, and last voicemail hi rod hi karen um i love you guys show this is susan from dc uh again you guys have a great show. Love you both. Um, I just wanted to talk about the uh, the slowing down of songs in the trailers. <laughs> it's like this new thing where all the millennial artists discovered um, 
discovered 80s music and now yeah. or early 90s music and now they just want to slow it down or acoustic i actually like it personally um i think it's a new way to look at songs that we love but i can appreciate that you don't like it and i do see it as a trend in most of the trailers that you see today but also if you look back if you go back and watch the flash mm. at the end of every episode Every 80s song was slowed down. Mm. I, I kid you not, it's at least half the episodes of, La- of the first season of The Flash has all the has all of their music slowed down, and he's like zooming through the city or something like that. So you can't say that it's it's annoying in one thing, and it's just the trailers, and they do- they're doing it in like all these new shows, especially with the younger crowd. Like I think CBS had a show this past year that did the same thing at the last at the end of it, you know, where they find a body at the end of the show, you know, a crime show or like a doctor show, whatever else. So they've been doing it. So I think you just, you might just only um, notice it for trailers, but they're doing it all the time. And I personally, like I said, I personally like it, but see your own. Thanks for another great week, you guys. I'm looking forward to your shows in the future. Bye. All right. Peace. Peace. I'm not saying you can't like it just saying that i don't and um i do think at some point like the same thing with jay-z and those kanye music trailers we will hit critical mass where the songs will no longer be good songs right they won't be popular songs and no y'all, more. right y'all are gonna start being like oh this is some bullshit like now that we're down to taking seven and it's doing fucking crisscross songs right was i missed the bus i missed the bus i missed the bus oh i missed ah! the bus that's when y'all gonna be like all right it's uh, they, we going they, too far they ran out of shit all right it's gonna happen aisha you are the girl that i never had mission impossible seven coming out soon <laughs> fuck out of here it's gonna be like never trust a big <laughs> button to smile <laughs> that girl is poison poison hour 2022 you're like what the fuck is this terminator seven right come on, see it. <laughs> come on man this shit don't even make sense <laughs> and i always kind of fast forward through those uh montages at the end of um at the end of uh, uh flash and at the end of fucking um oh there's somebody else that did it a lot sons of anarchy i i don't okay if you're gonna do a fucking five minute song with a montage of people not speaking and just like like walking over towards stuff i, I i'm actually okay with not hearing what happened <laughs> i hate that shit you okay missing it i hate that shows need to stop doing that it's always like oh here's a way to get my favorite song into the episode it's like i don't give a fuck you were telling the story before this <laughs> get back to telling the story and I always gotta rewind a little bit in case somebody does start talking so it's like oh and then barry put up his suit and you knew that he was gonna quit being a flash and then iris was looking out of a window and then joe <laughs> was trying to call iris but she didn't answer the phone right it's like the whole time they're doing this like fucking i don't know um some phil collins song is playing or something like 
why why are we doing this we couldn't have told the story without this they're like take a look at me now right like what what the fuck does got to do with flash right get back to the fucking show so so contrived (laughs) um we had emails the at gmail.com and uh the phone lines are open 704 uh inspiration from mike he says hello rod and karen i really want to thank you too you have inspired me in a way you probably didn't intend to with all that has gone on in the past year with black folks is uh has been trying you two are my go-to when i need to commiserate with black folks but don't want to stay sad you bring me you bring me down and by the end of the day i'm feeling good and laughing again you guys have said before that black uh before the black podcasting game was pockets and not a lot of working together yeah before we started uh pulling people in i'm starting a political group dedicated to black folks every time i meet someone else black with an org i try to i tell them that we got to get together and do something i got that from youtube i don't want to be out there fighting over limited resources but sharing what little we have right that has been very well received and i believe my willingness to reach out made a positive difference i just wanted to thank you for opening the way that way i think it cured the good work p.s i love the relationship you two have i aspire to have uh one open and honest one day and if one of y'all is on but if one of y'all is on some crazy shit i will be like i knew it was too good to be true <laughs> <laughs> ain't nobody that damn happy <laughs> <laughs> oh man good luck out there in the streets trying to find a person and uh yeah man um good good luck with your organization and stuff too and uh i i, I hopefully uh black community building organizations are already working together but if not uh that's definitely a great idea yes it is tips for people uh joe spacey writes in uh good morning rod and karen great podcast week a lot of great stuff and now you have a facebook too i guess you have a few open minutes to fill uh it's a battle between rod and elon james for a hardest working podcaster (laughs) black division black division to go up against chris harwick in the finals someone needs to let white people know two things one that this race thing won't end by ignoring it wishing black people would stop talking about it as a pipe dream and two this is your account white people created this shit storm for at the end requires white people to do some hard work mm-hmm. and another thing three is not going to be easy for example i said there were two things and then immediately went to a third there might be a fourth if this goes longer think about any relationship think about when one person says something mean to another person to the other person they knew they were wrong so soon as they said it but even if they immediately apologize it won't blow over quickly it may take some time and the other person for the other person to even get to the point where they want to listen if they get there see robin thick's paula album don't listen to it though just using it as an example of an entire album of begging that did no good oh you didn't like the the knocking knocking <laughs> knocking knocking <laughs> you didn't like that if robin really wants to solve the problem there might be a paula two paula three etc along with who knows what else Guess what, white people? No matter what LL Cool J said, you aren't going to be able to take down one flag and make it all better. Especially not when you double down and buy out all the red flags from all the merchants getting out of the, oh, I guess it, I guess that getting out of the, oh, I guess that is racist business while they still keep their duck dynasty merchandise. Some black people say that you should be quiet and listen, but when you do, it gives the impression that you aren't impacted by these things. 
but then when you attempt to input anything said can be used against you in the court of black popular opinion which apparently <laughs> has has incorporated as black cutter <laughs> if you are really serious about making it right get your head down get your shoulder out front and white power your way through all of it this is 400 years at least of issues taking down one flag is a start letting black ish get to season two is a start but it's far from resolved that's a shit ton of baggage there and just putting race together on a cup of coffee won't solve it Mm-mm. especially when your comrades are out there tackling little girls trying to swim and shooting children who look suspicious for looking yeah who looked suspicious meanwhile until you do right by the community everything you do is subject whether right or wrong to intense scrutiny but then again who's impacted the most by all this guess the race anyway great shows this week mark at atl yeah yeah it's it's crazy because um i'm more on the side of i do want white people to contribute to the conversation mm-hmm. and i do too i don't i i and i'm honestly i'm tired of black people being the only people talking about race right because that's why a lot of a lot um, of shit's been ignored too because we're the only one talking about it yeah in any meaningful way at least like right. white yeah. people being dismissive or white people saying how black people are wrong we need white people that are advocates that do um have a better understanding right to about systematic racism and historical racism to like speak up and correct you know i think sometimes people have a tendency to be hypercritical on those voices or just so distrusting that it shuts it you know shuts down whatever but Mm -hmm. you know the 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 good part of that is while hopefully those people will care and be responsible to the community uh hopefully enough black people also speak up to be like no keep doing what you're doing because a lot of times it's a it's a mistrust from our community that is never going to go away ever and i we can't let that be a hindrance to some some to to some of these white folks still talking you know like right i understand some people will forever resent tim wise and john stewart but i think we are better served having them around than not ain't that the truth you know and i think there's kind of a a thought process in a lot of black people's minds that well if larry wilmore was saying this shit it would also be as popular and it just won't correct like like i don't you know and that's not his fault that's Mm -mm. that's the people who tune into the daily show and then turn off the nightly show that's their fault right so we kind of need some white people to be talking about this shit else it still gets relegated to being a black problem um yo leonard brother says what up niggas just writing in to give you props for another great week of shows thanks for sharing the news your thoughts about it and lots of loud with the audience i gotta give rod a shout out for that bitch better have my money sermon son that was hilarious that shit was hilarious i had to run it back after i heard it the first time that deserves a tippy nomination on another note i wanted to thank you for creating a facebook uh oh wait i think we're getting a call why didn't it pop up uh let's see uh, you on with the Black Out Tips? Hey yo, what's up, y'all? This is Black Rob. How y'all doing? What up, hey, Black Rob? Hey, sweetie. Oh, I'm chilling, chilling. Hey, um, just real quick, I'm looking at the, you know, the episode numbers in the calendar, and uh, y'all coming up on a thousand episodes. Yeah. Uh, I was just curious, y'all doing anything special, man? I haven't heard y'all talk about anything. You know, is it gonna be a big extravaganza or just a, a, another regular old episode, business as usual, or what? Uh, it won't. Well, I'm trying to celebrate. You know, I'm a I'm a black guy who takes stands. So you know, <laughs> let me know what's up, so I can celebrate and be there with y'all, man. Uh, we don't have any like huge plan for it, but we do have a little twist that we're gonna put on the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'll definitely make it different than uh, any other episode before it. But uh, that's all I'll say about it for now. But yeah, thou- the episode thousand is gonna be um, it's gonna be different. 
Okay, cool. I, I didn't I didn't mean to ruin the surprise or anything like that. You know no, what I mean? Like, no problem. Say, you know. And then um, is the to to send y'all stuff is the the PO box still up on the site? Yes, um, it should I'm, still be okay. up in the about section. Um, the address and uh, yeah, well, yeah, we still check that mailbox every week. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm, I'm sending a little something y'all way, man. Cause oh, like I thanks, said, man. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a huge stand, man. I'm happy for y'all. A thousand episodes is a huge milestone. You know, we, we got to talk about it. We got to celebrate it. You know oh, what for, I mean? for sure, dog. <laughs> we definitely will, man. We appreciate you, Black. Uh, no doubt, y'all. That, hey, that was my only question, man. I just wanted to holler at y'all real quick, say what's up, and uh, see what's up with that thousand episode. I'm looking forward to it, y'all. Have a good one. All right, you, you too, too sweetie. Oh, black ass Rob. Yeah, that black ass nigga. Yeah, he right, called in. Yo, does, oh wait, did I just finish Linda Brother one? Oh, Let's see. I don't think you did. Oh wait, okay. So then he says, uh, on another note, I wanted to thank y'all for creating the Facebook group, the TBGWT group, and the Project Fandom group are lots of fun. Yes, it is. Both are safe havens from all the crazy shit going on in the world. Mm-hmm kind of safe some of y'all niggas a little ratchet i've enjoyed <laughs> i've enjoyed going in there and seeing folks talk about favorite tbgwt moments origin stories etc finally i wanted to ask your thoughts on season two episode one of the stray i know you said you were not officially reviewing it on the regular show but i figured i'd ask him feedback see if you will talk about it for a while here oh yeah i i mean it was a strain man i'm glad it's back me too uh that vampire throwing them worms up in that dude's face was an image i'll never forget oh, in my life oh my goodness that was so gross um i hate f still i have forgot yeah. how much i hate that nigga yeah i still don't like nora yeah nora's terrible in a different way but still terrible right um i like i i can't think of a show with two more protagonists that i've disliked more than them oh, they're the worst um like there were certain seasons where i disliked walter white intently but i don't think i've ever liked f ever no, like not one scene where nope. i was like oh okay like he just ref- he just ain't shit he just mm-hmm. ain't shit um i did enjoy the um uh i still enjoy me some uh Sartruzian, the uh uh abraham the old man isn't that his name Fuck. <laughs> either way I, I love me some old abe that that dude is awesome uh even with him being in over his head walking in on a like dens of vampires with one sword and I ain't getting winded yeah he the he he's like the old man fuck it and i'm just here for all of it and them weird prophecy vampire like the ninja vampire swat <laughs> team man i don't know what's up with them because i know they got my man gus working for them mm-hmm. but i don't really trust them either because the way they ate that dude that they brought out there was real like it wasn't nothing civilized about that no and i kind of needed the if they're gonna be the paragons of virtue in the vampire world i need i needed them to be like oh this guy was a child molester or something they just came and was like ah! we gonna eat him and torture him and i was yeah, like what, what he did don't even matter I love Abe looked at Gus and told him to never forget what he right. saw. When you when you up there soaking in that sun, yeah, don't forget what they really are, sir. Yeah, but uh, anyway, I, I enjoyed the the shit out of it. I did too. It I- doesn't make any sense how it's spreading though. I'm sorry, the first season made it seem like by now this shit would have spread up and down the East Coast. How is this still localized in New York and only a, a select few people know about it? I don't understand. <laughs> they can't go out at night without being attacked. And if it was really that fucking like not where I spread, I don't understand why they wouldn't just leave the city or something. But but that's the purpose. They want people to leave the city. I understand. But okay. I'm saying our main character should just leave the city if it's not 
you know that widespread it's obviously like i don't know i feel like the first season made it look more like it was more contagious and spreading heart faster than it was i guess okay because then when they came back they still were doing news reports like oh uh, yeah it just seems you, you, to be a cdc outbreak in the city but everything you, seems to be fine you know what I, I think in i guess real time their time only a few days have passed it must be or something yeah, I, really, I, I really do think only a few because remember days the promo remember the promo for this season and it was a bunch of them things running at the statue of liberty right i, I think i was it, like if it's that fucking mini dog it's a wrap y'all lost no <laughs> live in alaska or some shit <laughs> i don't i think as a season progresses on they're gonna explain how that happened and new zach is new whack I, oh he's the worst i hate him way more than old zach i, I grew to love old me zach me too and then they replaced him with this shit face no thanks oh yeah that zach is the worst yeah yeah and for those of you that are on the facebook page even though we're not covering it i'm I'm still going to put like a thread where people can just uh uh post posts about the strain in yeah it. we definitely will do an off-season review of it yes for we will. sure um karen's gonna watch all these so we'll do that yeah i um, don't know if you want to do one for for the first one or not but yeah we do we definitely do one for the second i would need to rewatch the first one to be honest okay i don't know if i i remember all of it um and then uh what else do you say oh yeah all right so that was it for land brothers but yeah i'm enjoying the strain um mm-hmm. let's see petty feedback from erica who says uh dear rod and karen just wanted to drop you guys a line and say how much i enjoyed this sh- the shows this week not sure that what any of them were about because i blanked out while listening once rod started talking about being petty and just admitting you're petty in regard to amy schumer i realized that i am exquisitely petty all i could do was run down scenarios in my mind that might make me watch her show for more than 60 seconds if she donated her salary to a for a year to black lives matter nope fuck that white she devil oh lord maybe if she went to the south side of chicago and mentored at-risk black youth and paid their tuition if they made it to college nah i know she's just doing that to get someone like from the jezebel ilk to write a think piece about her selflessness if it really doesn't matter what she does i just don't trust her her features are too close together and untrustworthy for my liking oh lord (laughs) plus plus she looks like my husband's sister yes my husband's sister not my sister-in-law i don't claim that donkey dang oh lord and she is one of the most ironic hipster racist pieces of shit so yes sir you are correct the jokes on the show and the jokes amy has made in the past are similar but you guys have evenly spaced features and i trust you i trust in the harmless guess the guess racism racism of guess the race and the fact that it really serves as a mirror to ourselves and society in conclusion i will i will only wait i will only admit my i will wait i will own my petty and admit my true feelings with pettiness erica aka magical negress (laughs) and you know what i can't argue with it. right at least you're being truthful i wish more people would come out and say this yeah i can't argue with it Mm because that's the truth right the same way you feel about her people feel like that about the kardashians yeah i don't know like i said i would be it's shocking to me if anybody goes i don't think you should be able to joke about race the way she did and then goes but i love guess the race because i'm like why right because these jokes are way worse than anything she ever said Mm -hmm. and and that's from our audience so we don't even know what they racist is they might just be a racist (laughs) right you laughing and shit the whole audience not black right they just log it in saying racist shit well that's time that's my racist for the for 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 the week and i'll go about my business 
bacon in america this is from terrell he says bacon in america is really fucked up i went into a credit union in ohio to get a bank account keep in mind i have different i get different accounts in different states that can be accessed with shared branch banking i refuse to do banking with big banks because of their ridiculous limited transaction limits minimum deposit requirements and other bullshit fees i have the same company in six states and chose this bank because of shared branch banking Oh, hold on, we got a phone call coming in. Well, it don't, it's not coming up the same, is it? Yeah, you know, new fucking new Skype. Uh, hey, you're on with the Blackout Tips. Hey, what's up, uh, Rod, Queen Karen? This is Dr. Joe Stacks calling from Chicago. What up, hey, Dope? Babes. Um, hey, what's up, y'all? Um, in light of that uh, email, I just wanted to say that uh, that's one of two things I've kind of learned listening to y'all's show. Um, one, being a nerd and being able to like stuff for the sake of liking it rather than just hating it. Right. So, like, the fact that, like, I picked up a bunch of comics from y'all and whatnot, like Rat Queens, and uh, about to go to the comic book store in this hot-ass heat and go buy some more. But um, also, um, pettiness. I've realized that there's a value in being able to embrace just how eat shit I am and, you know, bringing up things that, like, for all the people in the group, D-Wade probably has enough break babies that if everyone in the group wanted to adopt two, three, four, five kids, we all could. You know, that's, <laughs> that's, that's just the life that I realized that um, I'm about. And uh, you know I wouldn't realize that. Uh, hmm? There's nothing wrong with that, man. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's something wrong with that. Obviously, being petty is not, quote, unquote, good. But I think it's healthy. You know right. what I'm saying? I, I, I don't think we have to... I feel like we're just over explaining shit where it's just like, nope, don't like that nigga. I don't like Jai Courtney's face. When I see him and shit, I'm just like, you're not a good actor. How did you get this role every fucking time? And he ruins every movie I've ever seen him in. Like, at this point, it's reflexive. He could win an Oscar next year and do a great job in something. I'll never see it. You know what I mean? So I feel like way too often we have to be like, well, you know, the real problem with Jai Courtney is that uh the the hypocritical white system structure of privilege allows these mediocre actors to continue to get these parts and i'm like that might be true but that ain't why i don't like him he i just don't like his face (laughs) yeah i mean i've i've long thought that um what's his name uh benedict cumberbatch i've long thought that his face looks like a jar made of clay that somebody dropped and then Mm. put in the kiln uh cooked it and it was like ooh, this looks like a mess but fuck it we already cooked it yeah. I mean, I like, I'm like, I've long waited for the baller alert where it's like Swaggy P has been stepping out on um, igloo areola. Mm-hmm. Um, ah! I will, I will pop a bottle to that and uh, party on it. But um, yeah. Uh, oh, and uh, great week shows. Uh, uh, oh, and I wanted to just say um, the when y'all was talking about fights on Jerry Springer, one of the most memorable moments of somebody revealing that they was trans was the one time that they revealed to a dude when dude came out. He's like, I love this girl, Jerry, country white guy. And then lady came out and she's like, I have a penis, Jerry. And when they brought the dude out and the audience and the guy, she's like, I don't know. she's like, I have a penis. And he just kind of stared at his flowers for a minute and then just looked up and was like, I'll try anything once. It was cool because it was the one time that didn't end in a fight, but I could see the audience being disappointed yeah yeah i saw one um i actually had a gif of it i think i deleted it because it was just too fucking it was like i think i only put it up to be like i can't believe this is a thing that was allowed on tv because i was looking for all the jerry springer gifts one day and uh or just one day and one of them was 
a woman admitting that she um or yeah a woman coming out being like i'm trans and the dude like had this shock look on his face and it turned and punched her in the face and i was like Oh. There was a time in the United States where that was allowed. Where, where as a as a society, we were so openly homo and transphobic that we were like, yeah, that would make a good that would make some good afternoon TV for and the they kids. Did it for years. Yeah, yeah, I do. I do think that it does kind of shape things in the way people perceive shit. Um, with uh, just generally like marginalized other queer folks. I do think that it does say something that for most people when they're like, I've never seen a trans person. I'm like. No, you watch Jerry Springer, so right. you probably have. But yeah, um, but yeah, no, great week shows always. Thanks, and um, uh, yeah, have a good one, y'all. Peace. Thanks, though. Peace. I appreciate that, dude. He always writes in for our um, like every week, like clockwork for Balls Deep. That's, yeah, that's, that's a good dude. Thank you, sweetie. Um, all right. I talked to the lady on the phone. Everything was fine once I showed up. Showed up. She was super standoffish and she pulled my credit and after seeing it, trust me, not looking at it, she said, we decided you're not a good fit to be a member of our institution. We are more of a conservative organization. Keep in mind, I had a 750 credit score. I said to myself, a conservative organization, I asked, could I get that in writing? The real reason why I'm being denied a bank account because I do not owe any any other bank money. She kept refusing. Eventually, she put it in writing. I told her I need the letter with your bank watermark on the letterhead. I asked her, could I get the same letter from the bank manager? And they both did go on the extra mile. They put their signatures on it. They were both notary notary republic. So I had them notarize the letters from the opposite of each other, like fools they did. Before leaving, I made it a point to get balances on all my other shared bank accounts inside that branch to ensure that they were timestamped. Trust me, after the fifth one, she knew something was very wrong and offered to shred the notarized documents because I wouldn't be needing them since I'm not going to be a member of their bank. I politely refused and walked out with both of the letters that were eventually going to get me paid. Even though I was awarded $60,000 three years later in damages, both of those bitches still work at that bank. Mm. Mm-hmm. How many people have been denied? How much, how much was it worth to keep them employed? Right. You know? I had to learn the hard way to get a white guy to be the treasurer for my company so he can be the white face that goes in to meet with bankers and business plans to get loans. Wow. When I used to do it myself, no matter how good the plan was, I always got turned down. Trust me, I tried different things. If I had a white woman treasurer and the bank manager was a white dude, 50% of the time I was turned down. White woman treasurer and white woman bank manager, very rare, 80% success rate. When I got a white dude, when I got a white dude to be the treasurer, I got loans 95% of the time. Keep in mind, this has nothing to do with the strength of the company, the financials, or anything else. It has everything to do with who is asking for the money. Wow. Even before getting the loans from my company, I always offered lines of credit. I mean, my company was always offered lines of credit. People don't know lines of credit have ever changed in terms of service, and they don't have to tell you about it versus a loan that has static interest rates. The struggle is real. Banks are institutions of white privilege of white privilege on purpose. Those things they were exclusively doing to black people now, they are done to poor and other minorities and middle class whites. Why? Because they fucking can. They will gladly pay a minimal fee minimal fee to make billions of dollars on fucking people if there's no consequences. If you cannot get a loan, you can almost never expand your company. Keep in mind this is just banking. It's much worse when you rent office space. Uh, so many hurdles I would not have to go through if there were a minimum standard of fairness. That is the real American dream, being treated fairly. Conservatives don't want to fight for a perfect union because the union is already perfect for them. 
thanks man that was a great read wow uh appreciate that just wow i'm sorry just wow Kappa mm-hmm. says just a point about church finances hey dear brother rod and sister rod greetings from the high hotel chapel of Capadonna in the name of the rock rockefeller <laughs> on wednesday you guys started about church sending an interest fee to parishioners first let me say that church was trifling in execution but i totally understand why they went in that said i respectfully disagree i respectfully disagree with y'all on this one but only a little no you should not send a bill to people's house like a shut off notice unless they're deacons and know the score most pastors have enough sense not to demand more than their parishioners can bear the holy tabernacle uh bitch better have my money was hot fire heathens you gave me a flashback of childhood when the pastor would quote malachi 310 at times and offerings it was officially bitch better have my money scripture when we passed a collection plate when i was a kid mm-hmm. on the real though cats do roll up into the house of god and not put anything into the collection plate uh to paraphrase kdot this preaching ain't free people seem to work under the assumption that because god is infinite the physical house of worship and the people who labor the pastor seem to run on angel wings and virgin tears just like music you shouldn't expect to partake in someone's talent for free especially if it is your livelihood i'm on the deacon board so i've seen the books churches like every other organization need money to function you can't you can't pay a mortgage with communion wafers bill collectors aren't vampires they can't be warded off with holy water and given the still vital political and social role that the black church plays people should want to put something into it it's only fair for people who still believe in god but have issues with poverty pimps like creflo dollar and td jakes just remember that those guys make up a fraction a very tiny fraction of working clergy most churches are almost always in debt and most pastors make less than your mailman in fact one pastor had to cut off office hours because of his shift at the post office it's real out them out in them jesus streets now people expect the church to, to be open and available 24 7 but won't put 20 dollars in collection plate come on son yes some churches are trifling about money but a lot of times because people try to coast in those pews for free that's it be blessed um yeah i, I gotta say man i disagree because that's not what y'all sell when we come in like when people come into the church you don't tell them this preaching ain't free it's a 20 dollar fee like you can't hit them with that on the back end <laughs> hey man here's a bill for your churching that's that's bullshit and because what you're pe- what you're pimping is a philosophy not a fucking um you're not like you're like unfortunately the philosophy that you preach is one of hey man there's nothing wrong with poverty uh to get this message out once you start throwing in the business of the church in there and putting it on to the people that are in the church i feel like you taking a step to where people can be more cynical and shit and if somebody can't afford it sending a bill to their house is just always a bad move and i a bad move and if we gotta disagree we just gotta disagree on that joint man because that's what i was talking about i didn't say tithing was bad i didn't say uh people giving to the church was bad or mm-hmm. that people should partake of the uh things the church does and not want to put anything in the collection plate so you can i'm rejecting that entire straw man basis because we never said anything like that the only thing that i could see um the only stance that we were presenting was that this church was greedy as fuck to do that that way 
and i even you said you don't agree with the way they did it so yeah that's some greedy ass shit i'm sorry a thousand dollars a month for like where's my money what the fuck is that you know not like i don't think you should be able to tell somebody how much they supposed to give you correct um and if they don't like it they didn't get out the church business because that's just not what people do or you do get lumped in with the prosperity preachers because then it's like oh so it's about the money okay no you can't send somebody a fucking bill that's tasteless and that's classless man would jesus send somebody a bill well what chapter of the bible is that i don't know but i wouldn't be able to pay that bill right well jesus like hey man look Uh, i need a gazillion dollars for all them sins remember when you almost got in that wreck that was me dog pay up now you would have had to pay 250 on the deductible i just want 125 right like come on man (laughs) sent that woman a bill uh plus you know goddamn right uh goddamn well we was funny uh (laughs) that's the other thing too like when we make a good joke i hate when people write in to be like now if you took it serious this is how it would really look like oh Mm -hmm. then you mean the not funny show that no one wants to hear yeah <laughs> let's do the not funny version of that <laughs> right well, you know churches do have a lot of money they need to run on karen and uh right. you know we uh, shouldn't make it we shouldn't make a joke about the fact that they do need money and from i even this said it was a business so i completely yeah. understand yeah it's i mean it is a business and uh i think uh we need to talk about it in those terms because you know the church is very important there's a church on every block man i just go to a different church if you sent me a bill sorry um anyway posted comments on the site this is particularly says first i love the new light look at the site shit looks good son karen better make daddy a sandwich off that one i didn't do it <laughs> uh angelica did that don't don't give me no problems. i'll make i'll make her a sandwich then right. <laughs> anyway i tried twice to post a comment on episode 991 it airs out with empty catcher so the comment is below well everybody else managed to get their comments in so i don't know try reloading and freshening refreshing your cookies or something clearing your cookies because mm-hmm. it did work for me and it worked for other people who sent emails after you Opposed. uh who sent i'm sorry who put comments in after you uh the tyrese video is way more typical subway experience than that fuckery that went on uh that makes it on world star media takeout thing is it's usually a black israelite with capes and bracelets shout out to elon and <laughs> the one i just came home hotep nigga that agrees with him oh uh well thank you Tickler, and uh thank you everybody else for um tuning in and for um you know uh listening to the feedback show we'll be back tomorrow 10 a.m um and uh also we might do a live review of ant-man this afternoon okay uh, so premium people be on the lookout for that until then i love you i love you too Mwah.